0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vampire Diaries Diaries, your weekly recap of the high stakes happenings in Mystic Falls, Virginia and the citizens therein. My name is Beth and I'm joined by my esteemed co-host Claire and we're talking about season one episode 10 today. And wow, it's called a turning point and it was certainly a turning point in a multitude of ways. Oh yeah. And I'm just going to come out with a spoiler alert right now. Elena and Stefan did it, you guys. They actually had sexual relations in Stefan's bed. And I prefer to think that that is the turning point that we're talking about. I mean, there are a lot of turning
1: points in any episode of The Vampire Diaries, but uh, it is hard to decide which one they truly meant in, in this one. To me, the turning point refers to uh, Elena's horrifying discovery in Stefan's bedroom
0: which we'll get to. <laughs> Ooh, we which is that he has a tiny dick. Get your mind out of the gut. <laughs> oh my God. That would be so good. Like, oh, sorry. And then like the show has to go on from there. Uh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> okay. Have so we you
1: secret with my micro penis.
0: I have to know her. <laughs> Okay. In biblical sense. <laughs> so I guess we start off this episode where we left off last episode, mm-hmm. where Logan arrives at Aunt Jenna's door like a oh. fucking creep. Logan, you the worst. So he is kind of telling Aunt Jenna, come on, let me in. Like, I know that I was out of town. She's like, yeah, I got your email. And he's like, who sent you an email? Um, so he's just trying to weasel his way in, um, using a lot of horrible, I don't know, words to try and get Aunt Jenna to let him in because we know that he's a vampire and he can't go in the house without being invited in.
1: He says the words, I know you, Jenna, you're always one step from a maybe, which is a super rapey thing to say to somebody you're trying to charm.
0: Gross. Oh my God. Yeah.
1: He sucks. We wanted to punch him immediately.
0: Yes. <laughs> I Like, that is my week's Who You Want to Punch. We both agreed on it. About, was like he also last week's Who You Want to Punch? Was. He for was. For the same scene, basically. <laughs> yes. Actually, maybe we should come up with a new one because yeah. it was technically the same scene. Well, the we're probably episode. an
1: hour away from Who You Want to Punch at this point. That's true. We are too We're only two minutes away. <laughs> so we have lots of time to think about it. So Jenna, God bless her. Finally has a spine, and she tells him to go fuck himself, basically, and closes the door in his face. Blessed, And he's, like, looking around the neighborhood, like, hmm, what shall I do next? And he, like, looks at this old guy taking out the trash, and he's like, nah, he's not <laughs> sexy enough. But then this lady comes jogging by. It's nighttime. She's wearing, like, a V-neck T-shirt with, like, a regular bra. Mm-hmm. And, like, were you just, like, stalking him And pretending to be a jogger, because that is not what you should be wearing, and the time of day that you should be doing this. Exactly. He just stands there, and she, like, almost runs into him. She's like, oh my god, you're that sexy newscaster, Logan Fell. Ooh, you've been gone from my TV. I've missed you, babe. Oh, I know. And he's like, come closer, my dear. And then he bites her.
0: I know. Her name was Daphne. It was. He <clears> says <throat> something like, you know what, Daphne? And she's like, what? And then he just kills her. Yeah, he gets like a face boner and just like goes in for the kill. R.I.P. He needs to work
1: on like his quips. Like that's not really Buffy level repartee. Like when you're about to kill somebody, don't be like, guess what? Chicken butt. Like, <laughs> Come on. I know.
0: I he was is, weak. He's new. He, yeah. And he sucks. So we can't really expect too much out of him. Yeah. So uh, that's the kind of title card moment, and then we
1: get a great uh, voiceover from Jeremy, who we suspect for, at first is writing in his own diary, and he's saying all this really emo shit, like, when night falls, the fear descends, blah I am terrified. And we're like, okay, I thought you were all, like,
0: shiny and happy since
1: the brain fucking. I
0: looked over at Claire and I, like, did my hardest eye roll. Like, my eyes were, it's like, true. all the way back in my head. But I had
1: to, like, go and retrieve them from the end of the hallway.
0: <laughs> yes. I was just like, oh, this is what we need from Jeremy now, for sure. Um, but we find out that Jeremy is not writing in his own diary. He's reading the diary of Jonathan Gilbert, 1864.
1: Yes, uh, one of the founding family heads that we've heard so much about, Jonathan Gilbert, was just straight up vampire diarying in 1864 in like a really emo way, not like, there are vampires, we need to kill them, but like,
0: blood red mist surrounds my dreams. <laughs> I know, he was very, um, he flourished his language, I guess he could say. Yeah, it was amateurish at best <laughs>
1: kind He also of. has a lot of like drawings in his journal of pentagrams and like goat-headed beasts and shit. oh yeah it was serious and jeremy is very inspired by this because though we've never heard it before he is an
0: artiste <laughs> that was my question for you like all of a sudden we see that jeremy's room is like filled with sketch pads and he's like a great artist Quote unquote. But they never mention it until now. Like, come on. Well, they kind of work their
1: way around it because Elena, like, peers through the corridor created by their shared bathroom and sees him drawing and goes to Aunt Jenna and is like, oh my God, he's sketchy again. He hasn't done that since mom and dad died. Or, like, that's the implication, at least.
0: Yeah, that's true. And she's like, don't encourage him or else you know that he'll stop. So. Also, don't encourage him because his drawings are terrible. Yeah, they are pretty bad. And, and they're like, all of, like, beasts from Jonathan
1: Gilbert's <laughs> journal.
0: I know. And, like, Jeremy was, like, had this stupid smile on his face while he was sketching. Like, okay, Jeremy, I don't know. I, I should want this kid to be happy, but his face no. is just so stupid that, <laughs> and like. And his bangs. Oh, <sighs> my God. I know. Get off of it.
1: So, he is realizing his true potential of, like, drawing ape creatures with charcoal.
0: <laughs> and there is the most horrible song playing in the background of this scene. Yeah. I can't even get over it. What is you the song You thought it was A Thousand Miles
1: by Vanessa Carlson at first, <laughs> but it was actually, like, some dude singing poorly.
0: Yeah, it, like, had that same, like, driving, like, piano scale thing, but it was, like... <sighs> There's a lot of bad music in this episode. There is. Do you remember? I, like, can't place when this happened, but it was, like, there was a time in the 2000s where television shows would, like, feature artists. Mm -hmm. I guess, like, the OC did it, and, like, One Tree Hill did it, and uh, sometimes there would be, like, in the credits, like, it featured that that band song was in there mm-hmm. this was definitely before then or just kind <laughs> of like missed the boat on or maybe like whoever was in charge of that just had really
1: bad taste i mean definitely totally yeah so bad music bad dudes drawing bad drawings <laughs> um so what happens next i believe is that sheriff forbes drops into the salvatore boarding house Uh, interrupting a conversation between Stefan and Damon about where they're going to go next because last week they both decided they were going to leave town Damon because he's super sad that he can't get into the tomb and get Catherine's mummy body out and Stefan because he has to protect Elena by leaving
0: yes and one of them says like we're a team I think that it's Damon says we're a team to Stefan and I'm just like really like you guys are so hot and cold I can't keep up
1: Yeah, like, Damon is assuming they're going to go away together, and I'm like, man, it's like two weeks ago that you murdered his best friend for very dubious reasons. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, I don't think he wants to go on a romantic vacation with you right now.
0: Totally. Well, maybe he does. We don't know. Well,
1: they do, (laughs) again, talk very close. But, yeah, we hear the tinkle of the doorbell. And it's Sheriff Forbes, and Damon's like, oh, what can I do you for, Sheriff? And she has some bad news. Uh, they found Daphne's exsanguinated corpse, and uh, obviously it, it means that there's another vampire other than Lexi in town. Who could it possibly be? The two people who
0: live in this house? <laughs> Luckily, we've come to them to check, and Sheriff Forbes says, you know, we're running out of excuses. The town is only going to believe that there could be so many animal attacks. And I'm like, girl, there have been so many animal attacks and animal control vans at every crime scene. Like, your your story's already up.
1: Yeah, like, that moment passed a long time ago. So they're, like, all out on the back veranda or something talking because... Damon is pretending that Stefan doesn't know about the vampires because he's just a young teen who can't handle such scary knowledge.
0: Like, how old are they supposed to be? Like, Stefan's supposed to be, like, 16 or 17. Yeah, I think
1: Stefan's supposed to be 17 and Damon's supposed to be, like, 20, 21. Okay.
0: Yeah. They look the exact exact same age, Yeah, but it was just hilarious that that Damon was like, oh, these young minds, like, can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Ugh. He acts like a peer
1: of Sheriff Forbes.
0: I know, and Sheriff Forbes like lets it happen. It's yeah. like super weird. She like has no qualms with like having these serious discussions about the founders with Damon. Mm-hmm. So they're
1: talking. Uh, she wants Damon to solve the problem since he's the last vampire, but he's like, "Okay, I don't really know where to look next because he legitimately doesn't know who did this because he mm-hmm. knows it wasn't him. It was obviously not Stefan. He only eats rabbits, but." There's a mystery afoot. Of course, we know the answer. Yes. (laughs) But for them, it's very confusing. Sheriff Forbes just can't
0: keep up. Nope. She's not really a great sheriff, but... No, and she always has, like, a really, like, concerned look on her face, which Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, there's a lot of responsibility being the sheriff of a town, but she's just, I don't know, maybe it's the acting for her character. She just always has, like, a very concerned look, and she's, like, kind of frantic I mean, wouldn't you be if you were the sheriff of Mystic Falls? (laughs) That's true. Maybe I'm underestimating the pressure of this situation. (laughs) Well, anyway, she leaves
1: and uh, Stefan has been eavesdropping with his super hearing from inside. So as soon as the door closes, he just shoves, he vampire zooms and shoves Damon against the door. It's like, what the fuck did you do? You sack of shit. Mm hmm. Because, obviously, he assumes Damon's the one who killed Daphne, R.I.P. girl. But he's like, I don't know who it was. If it was me, I would have been a lot more careful about it. I wouldn't have just left her corpse on the sidewalk. So true, I know. So let's, you know, find out who this is. Although, at first, he just wants to be like, well, who cares? We're leaving. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But Stefan's like, I can't
0: leave if there's a single vampire in town who might hurt Elena. So sweet. no, (laughs) Stefan. So I think at this point, we jump from the Salvatore boarding house over to the school Mm. where we find that tonight is career night, which is that a thing in high school? Um, I don't think
1: we ever had it, but certainly I've seen it on a lot of TV shows. I
0: know. Well, we had to take like a career aptitude test where Mm. it told me that I should be a blackjack dealer. (laughs) (laughs) How is that was not an answer in a high school career aptitude It test. was like, that is something else ridiculous, but the blackjack dealer really st- stood out because I really don't enjoy adding, so... Yeah. who does? <laughs> it's like the Expertise. main thing. I mean, maybe, like, I could have made it as a blackjack dealer and my life would be totally different, but... Maybe. I don't know. This podcast never would have happened. You if you learn. But anyway, it's career night, which I guess people learn about different types of careers and... We're at the school and someone's putting up a banner and we see Tyler in the background, which I was super bummed about because I was hoping that he would just be like a one and done character yeah. that was just there like to understand more about Vicky Donovan. Mm. But yeah, nope. he's been gone for a few weeks, but yeah, uh, he's back now. Yeah, unfortunately. So we just kind of see him, like, hanging in the background. But Bonnie and Elena are talking um, just kind of about her experience, I guess, a couple days ago where Damon brutally attacked her and Bonnie was saying how grateful she was that Stefan was there to save her life. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're just kind of casually talking about this super loudly in the hallway, like, without regard for anyone else that's around them. Bonnie, like, really
1: loudly says something about, like, after I had my blood drained by a vampire. <laughs> right? Like, is that, like, the cool teen slang for, like, gave somebody a blowjob or
0: something? Ew. <laughs> or received a I, sh- I don't know. I would think it would be received because of the word drained, yeah. which grossed me out, but... Anyway. <laughs> we digress. And um, uh, also in the hallway are Matt and
1: Caroline, who are still doing their buddy-buddy thing, and they're, like, flirting and talking about, like, Apparently, their thing now was like hanging out and watching TV, and they're talking about some like animal show they watched, and how he made her watch Family Guy. So now he, of owes course, her. he did. And I don't know, but Tyler is creeping in the background and looking at it like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And Elena is also like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Bonnie says something like, oh yeah, she needs a nice guy instead of a vampire.
0: Did anybody not hear me in the back in the science classroom? Vampire. I know. She's loud and proud about it. Yeah. So
1: everybody's very confused, but like just sort of moving on from that. Because, you know, it would have to be a pretty slow news day in Mystic Falls for that to be the top headline.
0: Very true. We do get a scene briefly after where um, Tyler and Matt are playing basketball <laughs> and then talking about um, Caroline. And it was so gross because Tyler because Tyler was there. Because Tyler was there and he's like, I know that you're trying to tap that or that you're tapping that yeah. or something and like what is this word and why is Tyler so gross? These are the questions. I know. Are we, we're Matt starting wirebed very early.
1: Yeah. Matt is insisting that they're just friends. They only hung out a couple of times, that, you know, everybody should stop making a big deal of it. Mm-hmm. Because Elena also corners him after the basketball scene is like, so you and Caroline, huh? But
0: Yeah, and Matt's pulling, like, the we're just friends with everybody, which is, like, on par with how he treats women, I guess. Friends don't cuddle in bed and watch Family Guy together. I know, and they don't eat a bunch of snacks in bed when they have to deal with the crumbs for weeks thereafter. <laughs> yeah, I think you're in denial, Matt. You're protesting a little too much. Mm-hmm.
1: So... Stefan shows up at school and Elena's like oh my god what are you doing here so he explains the situation that there's another vampire he doesn't know who it is but he has to stick around to take
0: care of it thanks Stefan (laughs) she's like I thought you were coming to say goodbye and he's like no not yet what a dick harsh I know And the vampire situation is really
1: being handled by Damon. Stefan's role in this seems to be, go to the school and tell Elena some bad news.
0: (laughs) Right? Yeah, (laughs) Stefan's not like trying to help at all. Whereas
1: Damon has compelled Caroline, who still somehow is allowed to roam around unverveined, despite constantly being brainwashed by Damon at every single opportunity. Right? Oh my
0: gosh. He's
1: using her like a task rabbit at this point. (laughs) He gives her the Gilbert compass, which he has from back when he killed Logan in the woods. And he can't use it. Oh, I missed
0: that's what it was. Yeah, he can't
1: use it because he's a vampire, so it would just keep pointing at him. So he's had Caroline wandering around town with it all day. And she finally like, finds, like, this creepy warehouse, and uh, Damon meets her there, and she's like, can I go home now? I wasted the whole day. And I'm like, you need to, like, get yourself a gaudy-ass anklet or something,
0: girl. I know, really. You need, a, you need to be vervained so that Damon can't compel you to waste your entire day on finding a creepy vampire hideout. Or you need some better friends. Right? Nobody thinks of Caroline. I know and Elena's like so worried about how dangerous it is to be around Stefan and have like all these vampire consequences and Caroline's just running around unsupervised it ain't right it really isn't but uh, so she literally has a tool to lead her into the direct path of vampire danger Um,
1: but she does find Logan Damon sends her home and goes into the warehouse and is immediately shot full of wooden bullets by a rather peeved Vampire Logan, who seems to believe that Damon is the one who turned him, or he's
0: suggesting that. Yes, because he says that the last thing he remembers is, um, I guess, him... Shooting Damon with it, or him staking Damon, and then Stefan zooms in, and then that was it. No, I think it was he shot Stefan in the woods,
1: and then Damon killed him, and then Vicky Donovan fed up him, and then Sheriff Forbes found his body and buried it behind, like, a mini mall two towns away. (laughs) Oh my god. So he's pretty mad. Yeah. Which, you know, he's a dick and deserves it, but also understandable, but he mostly just wants to know how Stefan and Damon are able to go out in the day because he's very concerned that this is jeopardizing his career as a newscaster.
0: Oh <laughs> yes. And he's just and he keeps talking about how fucking important he is, which yeah. is like he's hilarious. Like, I don't want
1: to brag, but I'm the lead anchor on Mystic Balls community <laughs> television.
0: Right? Oh my gosh. It ain't right. So Damon's like, I'm not going to tell you how we stay out in the light until you tell me who turned you. And Logan's like, "Uh, I don't know. It was probably you. Mm -hmm. But Damon's like, you know, it wasn't me. So they kind of have this back and forth for a while. But Damon ain't given up the secret of the Gaudias Ring, and that's how they stay out in the sunlight. Yeah. And there's no way Logan doesn't know, because
1: when you turn into a vampire, anytime somebody compelled you before you remember... And so, unless somebody, like, slipped vampire blood into his orange shoes and he just thought it was a tequila sunrise, like, (laughs) he knows whose blood he drank before he died. Oh, yeah. So, he's keeping something from us. It's very rude.
0: It is rude. So, luckily, I guess Damon and Stefan could see into that, so they're not giving up. Or wait, I don't know. Do they know? Do they know that he knows? I mean, they
1: they know as much as we do that he must know at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, okay, I got it. Logistically,
0: you. there's no way he doesn't know. Okay, that makes sense. So okay. they're
1: pressuring him for the truth. And meanwhile, we learn that Logan has been just, like, murdering all over the place. He, could, he shares the news that he lived by himself, so he couldn't get back into his own home. This is so good. But I don't want to spoiler anything, but in the future, we learn that the, like, Barrier disappears if the person who owns the house dies, so that's an inaccuracy.
0: Oh, his house shit. would be open to him. Continuity, yeah.
1: Unless it was like in his mom's name, okay. which is entirely possible. Oh, that is I might not theory. be surprised.
0: <laughs> yes, that Logan lived in his mom's basement, and that's why he couldn't uh, get into the house yes. because the t- the deed was in his mom's name. So he
1: says he's been staying at the Ramada and eating housekeeping, and I'm like. They probably noticed. (laughs) Right. How is he sitting in the same room? But anyway, he has a pile of corpses just like stacked up in this warehouse because he's an amateur and doesn't have any sense of like cleanliness or hygiene.
0: Very true. And Damon asks him like, what about this latest murder that Sheriff Forbes told me about? And he's like, oh, so I left one. I was tired. I was tired. Damn, you just can't go around killing people and leaving them around. This is how we got ourselves into this mess in the first place. Yeah. So after this, like, back and forth, Logan is just like, well, I'm going to
1: give myself a head start now. And he shoots Damon a bunch of times again. Damon's basically just lying on the ground, dressed in all black, but he's, like, shiny because his clothes are just completely covered in blood (laughs) at this (laughs) point. And then Logan zooms away, and we cut to career night, which is now happening. There's, like, an army booth, and I think there was also, like, an Avon booth, (laughs) I'm like, oh
0: my gosh. We've got something for boys and girls. Like, is that the oh, implication? Oh no, ARMY and Avon. That yeah,
1: ain't right. A and A. But uh, yeah, we see Tyler standing at a booth, like flipping through what looks like a portfolio. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy comes up and is like, what are you doing at the art booth? That implies you're not like a brainless
0: moron. <laughs> yeah, you know, that implies Julie. you have culture. And...
1: Tyler's, like, not even rising to the bait. He's just like, whatever, dude, and leaves.
0: Yeah, he's like, I don't know. He doesn't say go fuck yourself, but it's something similar. It's in his eyes like, whatever, man. His eyes are telling Jeremy to go fuck himself. Very true. But then Jeremy looks down, and he
1: sees this sketch of, like, a demon, basically. Which looks like it could have come from his own sketchbook, but he looks in the corner, and Tyler apparently is the artist here, because he has signed in, like, grade school cursive his name in the bottom corner.
0: Yes! Yeah. Artists don't sign their name in grade school cursive, first and of all. Artists don't sign every sketch in a sketchbook. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Unless they're Tyler Lockwood and really pull themselves.
0: Yes, like, the O's even had, like, the little curly Q at the top to connect yeah. that with one another. And I don't know why Tyler, like, left this behind, or why he had it in the first place.
1: Like, it must have been, like, an art school booth or something, but he's a junior. He's not looking to apply to college yet. It was just a way for Jeremy to find out that he and Tyler have
0: something in common. Yes. Aside from their love for Vicki Donovan. Yes. So I think at this point we cut away from Tyler and Jeremy, and we see Elena and Matt chatting. So this seemed a little flirty to me, mm-hmm. and it's mostly because... Um, Elena was like, Matt Donovan, like, what are you up to? And it got me thinking, like, why is saying someone's first and last name flirting? I don't know, but you're right. And like kind of the way that she says it. Yeah. I guess you like need more than one word to come across. What are you up to? Right? See? But if you were just like, Beth, what are you up to? Like, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah, that's true. Yes. So... Elena also asks Matt, like, hey, what's up with you and Caroline? Like, I hear you've been (laughs) hanging out. And Matt, again, insists, like, we're just friends. You know, it's not a big deal. And then Matt asks Elena about Stefan, and and he's kind of like, "Oh, I heard you guys are broken up," and she kind of agrees. So I feel like there's like a flicker of something there between yeah, like maybe them. Maybe she is backsliding or something. Yeah, like maybe she's like, "Well, now that Stefan's out of the picture, I'll go back to Matt." I don't know. It was a little weird. But Caroline
1: is stand- like comes into the room and stops at the door and sees them like talking in a friendly manner, and she's like, "Oh no, my sort of hangout buddy." is talking to his ex-girlfriend, who he's obviously still in love with. So, poor Caroline. She's just trying to, like, get her done with Matt, but he is insisting that it's all platonic. hmm Because I don't even know why. Like, why would it be embarrassing for him to be in a relationship with Caroline? She's popular. She's attractive.
0: Yeah, I don't get she's it. She's, like, the head cheerleader. He's the football quarterback or something. Like- What's the problem? Yeah, I don't see anything. It, it actually makes, like, a lot of sense. So I don't know why Matt's, yeah. like, fighting against it so hard. It's I guess weird. so they seem star-crossed or something. I don't know.
1: But they don't really talk for much longer because Stefan appears in the doorway. And he really... What is he even there to do? Like, just tell her...
0: Like, I don't know anything still. I feel like maybe he goes to the school to try and, like, protect everyone because he knows that Logan's around. Well, he doesn't know about Logan yet. Oh, shit. That's right. So what happens is that Aunt Jenna comes
1: and interrupts their conversation, or non-versation, um, <laughs> to be like, ugh, Logan's Scumfell has landed. And she keeps on... Saying Like her nickname for him is Scumfell. And I'm like, is that a reference or like, is it supposed to sound like something? Because she always says it the same way as though we're supposed to like get it and think it's really clever.
0: Oh, see, I just kept thinking that I wasn't hearing her quite right. Like I had no idea what she was saying this whole time. Yeah, it's always Logan Scumfell. Is it like, what is it supposed
1: to be? I don't know.
0: Jenna, I mean, I agree Aunt
1: Jenna, but... He is scum, but yes. scum-fell doesn't mean anything to me. So, listeners, if you understand what the fuck Aunt Jenna is talking about, please tell us. Post on our Facebook. You can tweet us at, oh shit, we don't have a Twitter yet. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when... Stefan realizes that scum fell means Logan. He's like,
0: wait, Logan fell is here? Because he witnessed Logan's demise. Yes, so, so he knows that if, if Logan is alive, then he has to be some sort of vampire because yeah. he was straight up murdered. So he like makes significant eye motions
1: at Elena <laughs> and tells her to get Aunt Jenna out of there. So Elena's not
0: sure what the deal is, but she realizes something's up. Yes. So Stefan goes over to Logan and is kind of like, I need to talk to you. Like, why are you here? Um, so, like Claire mentioned, uh, Elena and Aunt Jenna kind of walk away. At which point, um, now Logan and Stefan have the conversation about who turned you and how can I go out into the sun as a mm-hmm. vampire? So this is where Logan says, in case you haven't noticed, I'm quite the celebrity as the reason why he needs to continue to go out into the daylight so that he can continue his broadcasting on Channel 9 News Mystic Falls.
1: He also (laughs) implies that he can break the story of the Salvators being vampires. Yes.
0: And Stefan's just like, fuck that and fuck you. Like, you're not going to do anything. Don't threaten me. Yeah. Like, don't ever (laughs) threaten me again. And I was like, damn, I would listen to Stefan. He had that serious look in his eye.
1: I'm like, Stefan is a weak vampire vegetarian who can only throw somebody out a window he can't permanently brainwash somebody so logan per- could probably take him oh yeah But logan doesn't know this
0: no he doesn't
1: so um alaric creeps up at some point and is sort of around for all this and he says hi to aunt jenna and they're gazing into each other's eyes because they have something starting Ooh. so everybody's kind of there
0: and some people are aware of what's happening and others are not so I think at this point Logan kind of exits his conversation with Stefan and comes across Sheriff Forbes. Mm. Yes, yes. So Sheriff Forbes is just kind of like, "What, like, what are you doing here?" Mm-hmm. She re- reacts much more calmly than I feel like would be warranted in the situation where yeah. you just assume someone is dead after having buried him um but logan pretty much was like you bitch what are you gonna do bury me again and share yeah, he like zoomed into her face and said you yeah bitch. It was, yeah it was serious it was harsh totally and then he tells her that she needs to watch her back yeah which i guess fair enough like from logan's standpoint like this lady buried you somewhat alive yeah she found his body
1: Buried him in a shallow grave and then sent a text to all his friends saying that
0: he went out of town. Oh, yeah. That was the email that Jenna got. That is hilarious. (laughs) Oh, BRB going out of town, everyone. It's pretty slick, Sheriff Forbes. It is. Um, So one thing I realized we we didn't touch on is that
1: before Logan appears and Stefan is just chatting with Elena, they're kind of looking at the booths at career night. And Stefan's like, I wanted to be a doctor when I was a teenager, but I obviously couldn't do that because of the blood. And then he mentions that he's had a lot of different careers over the years because he can only stay in one... For a few years at a time because he doesn't age. Yeah. But I'm really sad that he didn't share what any of them were because we really want to know. I'm like picturing Stefan basically as Barbie, like having every job. (laughs)
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Probably like pilot Stefan and circus clown Stefan, (laughs) backup dancer Stefan. Oh my god. That's how he met Bon Jovi. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) After that wild three way with
1: Lexi and Bon Jovi, he was a backup dancer for a while.
0: Exactly. Then he danced on the
1: torch of the statue of
0: Liberty. <laughs> That's why he was up there. He was practicing his moves for his next big show. I want to see, like, the forbidden romance between Stefan and Bon Jovi. Me too. That would be like, a spin-off, good spinoff. prequel. <laughs> prequel, yes, exactly. Do you think Bon Jovi would do it? I mean, if the price was right. Right? True. As we discussed previously, I think,
1: Bon Jovi was in the film *Vampires: Los Muertos. So oh, yeah So he does yes. not have...
0: High standards. Especially when it comes to vampire fiction. <laughs> oh, okay. So,
1: yes, I wanted to make sure that we could uh, include that. So, yes. Just, Thanks for bringing that. If anybody it wants us. to, like, draw a picture of flight attendant Stefan, Bon Jovi backup dancer Stefan, and just, like, send it to us, it would be appreciated. It would. We would put it on our Instagram. We sure would. And what better prize is there than that? <laughs> <sighs> so. After Stefan has just learned about Logan being the vampire, Damon has managed to drag himself out of the warehouse and remove all the bullets from his body. He's at the boarding house stripping off his clothes. So we get... It. There's a lot of male shirtlessness in this episode. There like is, more than yeah. Usual. So shirtless Damon is telling Stefan, Logan's the vampire. And Stefan's like, Dadoy, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the heads up, bro. And they kind of talk about... Who might have turned him, and what the fuck's going on. I don't know if they have a plan at this point. It really shouldn't be that hard for either of them to stake him. Because it's been established that the older the vampire, the stronger. So at least Damon should have been able to just, like...
0: That's true. I guess they... You bring up an interesting point here, too, because, like... All of these like situations seem like extremely stressful for Stefan. Yeah. But Damon's like handling them like pretty well. Mm-hmm. So I just like they've been around for hundreds of years. <laughs> like like shouldn't they be used to this shit by now and like not getting so riled up about it? I don't think they really like
1: socialize with other vampires that much. Yeah, that, that is we've true. Heard of, um, I guess the thing, the reason now that I'm thinking of it is that they want to find out who turned him first because obviously there's another vampire somewhere who was able to turn him or feed him blood before they oh, killed him. Oh, yeah, you're so right. They have so that's more important. The information. Yep. So exactly. I guess that makes sense. Okay,
0: we solved the mystery. But they should have at least been able to get him into the dungeon. Like, come on, there's two of you. And you got Vervain. And he's new. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, there's, you know, all this shit going down at career night. That's all much more interesting than career night. Uh, but... Caroline has decided, apparently inspired by Career Night, that she wants to be a newscaster.
0: Yes, she but wants to go into broadcast
1: journalism. And she tells her mom, expecting her to be like, honey, that's amazing. You'll be so great at that. You already have the hairdo. <laughs> but.
0: <laughs> but Sheriff Forbes just like can't give Caroline a break, so she's like really broadcast journalism you don't even read the newspaper oh shit damn you burnt by your own mom at your own school in front of everybody sorry no wonder caroline's always
1: being like you have no game dad fucks more guys than you do
0: i know you bring it upon yourself sheriff forbes by being so mean to your daughter they need probably like family counseling oh yeah totally so i think that while caroline is like coming to this revelation about her future um Jeremy and Tyler kind of, like, have met up again in the hallway. Well, Jeremy, like, stalked him and,
1: like, comes up and is like, so, you're into drawing? Oh, like, yeah. your stuff's pretty good. I'm into it, too.
0: That's wow. right.
1: And it's really weird. Like, I know that Jeremy has this weird, like, Sepford. Son personality right now, <laughs> but
0: it's like he can't have forgotten all of the fistfights he's gotten in with Tyler, and how he and almost how he tried like, to stab Tyler with half a handle of bourbon, and that they legit hate each other.
1: But he's suddenly acting like you know they're gonna be best friends, and Tyler's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Just because we, what was his exact word? Uh,
0: Let's hang out because we did the same chick. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, he said, "Did yeah."
1: Which, I mean, that's our terminology. Who should have done it? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it's
0: way worse than Tyler's, What Tyler says it. It's not okay then.
1: Yeah. R.E.P. Vicky. But he's like, just fuck off. I don't know what your deal is, but just because we both draw doesn't mean we're going to be friends. I hate you. Yeah. Go away. Fair enough.
0: I mean, they both suck. Yeah. So maybe they should be friends. They have a lot in common. They Probably. suck. But I feel like if they were together, they would both make each other worse because mm. they're like, they're horrible in different ways. Like Tyler is horrible yeah. because he tries to be like super masculine and aggressive and like just generally gross. And Jeremy's the worst because he like feels bad for himself and like destroys everyone around him and is like super emo. Mm. Can you imagine all that in one person? <laughs> I mean, Yes. Yes, I've probably met that person quite a few times in in (laughs) my years.
1: (laughs) Well, why are men? So um, Caroline goes outside and is like, Bonnie, where are you? She's like leaving her a voicemail because people still call each other on the phone at this point, apparently. Oh, yeah. And then a car rolls up and Logan Fell is like, Caroline Forbes, let me give you a ride home. I used to
0: babysit you. Everything's fine. Yeah, it was so weird how he brought that up. And she's like, oh, hey, Logan Fell from Channel 9 News. How are you? Just kind of like further stroking his like local celebrity ego. So she's like, okay, well,
1: I guess Bonnie is immediately responding to my call. So sure, I'll get in the car with you. Can I ask you questions about broadcast journalism? Because I suddenly am interested in that. And he says, sure. And then slams her head against the car window. And there's immediately like a blood
0: smear on it. (laughs) It's so violent and fast. Like I had a bad feeling, of course, when Caroline got in the car with him, but I was thinking he would like lure her into the woods and like the creepy fog would roll in. And there were a lot of people around. Yeah. He was just like Like, Matt was standing 10 feet away. Oh, I know. It was super sad and really quickly aggressive. I'm just like, Caroline is a vampire magnet. Like, she should just not leave the house until all of this is
1: sorted out.
0: Well, she's definitely the next Vicky, is, like, what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Because I was thinking that, like, she's being targeted just the same way that Vicky was targeted before. It's really sad. Oh, Caroline, what are we going to do about you? But somehow Matt doesn't notice
1: that that happened. But he was paying attention because when he runs into Elena a minute later, he
0: says... Or she asks if he knows where Caroline is. And he says, oh, yeah, she just got a ride home from Logan Fell. Maybe Logan is like the kind of person that would like pay extra to have super tinted windows and Matt couldn't see. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> but yeah, so now
1: Stefan and Elena know that shit is real. Stefan zooms off and leaves Elena there to be really worried.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And is it at this point that Tyler
0: and Jeremy somehow meet up again and are fighting? Yeah, so I think that it's like a continuation of the same fight where they were talking about, like, we're not going to be friends just because we did the same girl. I think that that escalates into um, a scuffle. Yeah. And unfortunately, Mayor Lockwood, Tyler's
1: dad, is there to witness it.
0: Of course he is. So Mayor Lockwood kind of, like, breaks it up a little bit. And he's like, I'll take care of these guys. Like, step outside with me. And Alaric... Did I say that right? Mm -hmm. Alaric comes up and he's kind of, like, looking at Mayor Lockwood. Like, why is he taking these kids outside? Like, he's not a teacher. That's his dad. So he kind of creeps behind them. But Mayor Lockwood takes... Tyler and Jeremy out to, like, the entrance of the school and he's like, okay, well, you guys wanted to fight in there? Let's see it. Like, why don't you guys fight and face each other like men instead of, like, the pansies you were inside of the school? And you're just like, whoa! Like, apparently having a fight inside of a building makes one a pansy. (laughs) Yes. But having a fight in a parking lot makes one a man especially when you have like a grown ass man egging you on and more or less forcing you to do it so of course like jeremy and tyler like start to like shut down because like you wouldn't fight someone like outside of like the heat of the moment and also when you're like dad is like trying to force you to it's very awkward it was it was super weird there was like ugh, i don't know so Mayor Lockwood's just like, come on, what's the problem? You were, like,
1: all hot for it a second ago. And then he, like, shoves Tyler into Jeremy and is like, you want to fight?
0: Just fight. But then Alaric comes out and he's like, excuse me. Is there a problem? Right. And then, like, Alaric is like, like, what is what is happening here? Um like, this doesn't seem right to me and then Mare Lockwood like kind of comes back to him like, Oh, well don't worry about it, like there's nothing to see here. Get away and Alaric's like, Well you're not a teacher and then things escalate a little bit more. I forget exactly what is said, but eventually Alaric was like, You're a full grown alpha man douchebag and I'm just like, Ooh, Alaric, Bye. you rising in the ranks <laughs> because before, like, after his whole spiel about like his, the history of his name I was like oh great this is really what we need in Mystic Falls but now I'm just like number one fan yeah he really laid it down and Mayor Lockwood pulls the
1: don't you know who I am I could have your job <laughs> and Alaric's just like yeah okay whatever next time it'll be you and me in the darkened parking lot and we'll see what happens
0: yeah oh yeah he threatens to beat him up and Mayor Lockwood knows that like he's not gonna lose to Alaric cause Alaric's young and cut Yeah, so
1: he takes Tyler, and uh, Jeremy's left behind, and he's looking at a lark with starry eyes. I'm like, somebody has a crush. Mm -hmm. Like, that's sweet. So we're we're getting to see a nicer side of a lark. We still don't know what the fuck his deal is. We haven't forgotten his gaudy ring.
0: Now I love him. I don't care.
1: (laughs) I mean, we know that there are all kinds of different reasons, or kinds of people who have gaudy rings, so. (laughs) This is true. It takes all kinds. And, okay, so now we go back to the car where Logan has abducted Caroline. She's just, like, unconscious, bleeding. And he calls Sheriff Forbes and is like, Guess what, bitch? I have your daughter. I'm going to turn her into a vampire to teach you a lesson. That's why you always leave a note. (laughs) And she's like, Don't do it. (laughs) that's my daughter blah 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 but then damon like zooms up to the car and like pulls logan out while it's while he's driving and takes a tire iron and starts trying to
0: beat information out of him i'm sorry i'm just so happy that you said that's why you always (laughs) leave a note that was perfect um Uh but but yeah so like damon's like about to like beat the shit out of Logan, because he's like, I could rip your head off with this tire iron. And I'm like, could he really? Like, I know that vampires can swing pretty fast, but, like, tire irons aren't sharp. They're just metallic. Yeah. But he probably could, so Logan is like, I'm not telling you who turned me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a huge nerd, and I'm okay. not famous at all. Um, <laughs> so there's, like, some back and forth between Damon and Logan, and then... <laughs> um, <laughs> Damon raises his hand like one centimeter and Logan's like, I'll tell you everything. (laughs) Yeah, that's really true. But then does like Mara Lockwood come up? Or not Mara Lockwood? (laughs) Sheriff Lockwood just rolls up and is like, You
1: guys want to fight like men? Oh
0: my god, I wish. (laughs) That would be great. Oh my god. Sheriff I'm like so confused. Like to every character's name in this show, (laughs) Sheriff Forbes drives up, right?
1: Oh wait, no, she calls
0: them. But there's a moment first where, where Logan shares some very important Mm. information with Damon. He says, uh, "You think
1: you're the only one who's trying to get into that tomb? There's another way to break the spell."
0: yes oh my gosh so we're like okay how does logan know about the tomb mm-hmm. and like what is down there for him like um, is he also in love with Catherine 1864 that wouldn't surprise me at this point to be honest
1: my apology is there some kind of pipe issue happening in my
0: apartment <laughs> it just wanted to be part of this famous podcast i had thoughts <laughs> sorry pipes you're not the special guest um well,
1: while all this is happening, Stefan, who is also on the scene, is taking Caroline home. So she doesn't have to be a pawn in this game anymore. Yes. So Damon like calls the sheriff and reassures her that Caroline's safe. She's with Stefan, he's taking her home. And then he, um, Logan tells him, meet me at Old Fells Church and we'll talk about like what's happening with the two. We're like, oh, will we actually get some information? Great. So Stefan goes back after dropping uh, Caroline off. He goes back to the school to let Elena know that everything's fine. Uh, Damon's dealing with Logan and it's all going to be great. And she's like, okay, I'm going to give you a ride home. He's like, I could just zoom home. (laughs) And she's like, no, we
0: need to, you know, this is a symbolic gesture. Like, just fucking go with it. Yeah. I want to chat with you for a few. And Stefan's like, oh, okay, that would be nice. Finally, he gets it through his head. Yeah, so they get in the car, and
1: she's, like, she just lays it all out for him. Like, I used to want to be a writer. It was this thing with me and my mom. Like, she always thought I could be, and she bought me my first journal, and she always supported me, and it was great. And then she died, and I didn't want to write anymore. So you can say that you brought all this bad stuff into my life, but my life is already shit, so don't pretend you know me or you're responsible for everything. Like, I want to be with you and you can fuck yourself.
0: Yeah, and it was like, Elena laid it all out there, which I really appreciated, and Stefan was like, I know it's hard to understand, but I'm actually doing this for you. But here, Elena takes like a lot of agency, and mm-hmm. she really stands up for herself, because she was kind of like, you don't get to make that decision for me, Stefan, which I'm like, you go girl, that is yeah. true. Like He made the decision to enter your life, but you can make the decision from here. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, Stefan, I love you.
1: <gasps> oh, the L word. OMG. So, Stepin is just having this internal struggle, like, OMG, my crush just told me she loves me. Mm-hmm. Wowie. But he also is, like, brooding as always, but finally he turns around and goes up to her and they kiss, and then they make out for, like, a really long time. I
0: know. It's, they, like, like,
1: three minutes of the episode, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, they, like, it takes them three minutes to get from outside the Salvatore boarding house, like to get to the staircase and then to get into Stefan's bedroom but eventually they get there they get their clothes off and they get to doing it
0: Yep, they sure do. And that was what Beth thought was the turning point. I did think that this was the turning point. I still think it's part of the turning point, but maybe not the whole turning point. (laughs) But what was really, I guess, cute is that Stefan is, like, getting a face boner because he's so Mm -hmm. into it. So he's getting, like, the bloody vampire eyes and his, like, the skin around his eyes is turning all black and veiny. And he tries to turn away from Elena, but Elena's like, no, no, like, I want to see you. And then she kind of, like, accepts him. If you will. Yes, it's very... Sorry to keep going to Buffy, which you don't know, but it's very mm-hmm. much
1: like the scene where Buffy goes to the skating rink with Angel. I believe this is also in a Career Day episode. I think it's What's My Line Part 1. So that's a quinky. Ooh, do you think it was like a shout-out to Buffy? Maybe. But she does like a skating routine for Angel, and then they start kissing on the ice, and he has a vampire face, and he... Like stops and he, he says, like, oh, you shouldn't have to kiss me when I'm like this. And she's like, I didn't even notice. oh But vampire faces in Buffy are, like, way grosser. Than, oh, really? Than, like, they get, like, Cro-Magnon, like, face mask type situation. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. So it reminded me of that, where, where it's, like, the big moment of true love is when uh, the human accepts the vampire face of their paramour.
0: Gotcha. Wow. So
1: shout out to Buffy fans out there. And Peggy Fleming fans.
0: woo And during the sexy scene, um, we also get, like, a really good shot of Elena holding hands while they're kind of engaging in sexual action. And they show Stefan's gaudy-ass ring. Yeah, they do, like, a big close-up on Yeah. It. I don't know why. And then they do a close-up
1: on Elena's necklace. So, I don't know. Maybe they're just reminding us about the terrible jewelry. <laughs> yes. But, anyway, they've done it. The point has turned in their relationship. Uh, But there's still some shit to cover uh, since other stuff happens in this episode. Um, Jeremy finds Tyler at the school again where he's, like, sitting there being emo and looking into the distance. Mm -hmm. He's like, that was pretty fucked up. Like, is your dad like that all the time? And he's, again, trying to be friends with Tyler for some reason. Like, he's fixated on this. And Tyler's just like, fuck off. I don't need your pity. So, you know, I know that you probably have this awkward crush on Tyler at this point Jeremy but and then Tyler just like hauls out and punches him
0: right in the face oh I forgot about that yeah Yeah, he just punches him like get it together I don't like you go away (laughs) so I think at that point Jeremy like kind of gets the
1: hint and leaves. (laughs) and then uh, Matt comes up and is like I need a ride home Uh, also P.S. I like Caroline stop giving me shit about it Uh, his exact words are stop the bromance bitch act Yes. Which, okay. It's a
0: weird thing to say in the first place, but it also makes no sense. Like, what? What is the bromance aspect of this? Is it that like Tyler is like jealous of the time that Matt I is spending with Caroline? It's just a very weird thing to say. It was. It was probably the writers being like, "This is something a teenager would say." I've heard of a bromance. <laughs> it's and the when word bitch seems edgy. Yeah, it's when a guy gets a girlfriend and the go- other guy is jealous, <laughs> right? That's what a bromance is. And this whole time, Tyler's just like, yeah, whatever, dude. That's great.
1: He's being, like, very understanding and calm. So he's had quite a night. He just doesn't care about anything anymore. True. Yeah, he's had enough. Yeah. So that's kind of the resolution of that. And then the other string we have to tie up, or the loose end that we tie up, is with Logan. Uh, He's coming out of the warehouse, and two should come up but
0: Alaric. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's so good. So Alaric comes up to Logan, and he was like... He was like hey like you're trying to hang out with aunt jenna right <laughs> and logan's like yeah like what's it to you who are you did she send you and he's like no she didn't send to me but i know that she's a good person and that she doesn't need people like you to be around her mm-hmm true very true I couldn't agree more Alaric you <laughs> continue to rise in the ranks here so then Alaric calls Logan little buddy which I love because first that's what I call my little boy Kitchen. I love him Aww. so much he's my little buddy but then I was like Logan you suck like a stronger vampire is calling you little buddy or so we think So then Alaric just all out, like, hauls ass and just stakes Logan right through the heart. Yeah. And Logan this whole time is like, haha,
1: this is so funny. You have no idea who you're messing
0: with. Exactly. Like, you're being so
1: dumb right now. Meanwhile, like, Alaric is slowly moving the stake out of the sleeve of his (laughs) jacket. So, yeah, he stakes Logan. Logan is now dead for the second time, hopefully permanently. He gets all grace, so he's gone the way of Lexi. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And we're like... And Vicky. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Vicky. Didn't mean to leave you out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That wasn't relevant.
1: I just have to give her shout-outs when I can. Poor Vicky. Uh, So, yeah. We still don't know what the fuck is up with the Lark, but he seems to be on the right side of the conflict at this point. But, unfortunately, uh, Damon is waiting for Logan out at the church to get info on who else is trying to get into the tomb and then the sheriff calls him and is like thank you so much damon we found logan's corpse out by the warehouse <laughs> you, you to again and damon's just like what the fuck are you talking about and she just ignores it and is like we owe you this whole town owes you a debt of gratitude we love you we're gonna make a statue of you in the town square <laughs> and he's like well fuck here I had hope for a second, and now I had to actually like do some detective work, so mm-hmm. I guess I'm sticking around Mystic Falls after all. Which shocks us as an audience, we thought that the Salvators were out of the show after this.
0: Yep, totally, we did. Even me. So after we settle all those
1: uh, minor plot points, we get to the real turning point, in my opinion, of the episode.
0: One of the turning points.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, po- uh, post-coital, Stefan and Elena are lying in bed. She's like wearing his black button down shirt and they're cuddling. But he's still shirtless because this is the Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, it- we forgot to mention that in the sex scene, like him walking around without a shirt looks like he's wearing one of those fake muscle shirts. <laughs> it like does. he's a skinny kid, like with airbrushed abs
0: on. It's really weird. Like, I know that's his actual body, but it just looked fake. It did look so fake. Like, I don't know if it was just like the production quality or something. Maybe that they made, like, like, contoured like, him. For oh, the, to, like to you compensate know what? for the lighting or that something. That wouldn't surprise me because it was kind of like a dim situation or so they made it seem. Yeah. Paul Wesley, we don't mean to cast
1: aspersions on you. I'm sure that you're very buff and you have a real six pack.
0: Yes. Amen. We love you, girl. Come on the show. <laughs> yes. Please be our guest star.
1: Uh, So, yes, he weirdly is like, Elena, are you thirsty? (laughs) And she's like, yes, kind of. Are you? And then they both chuckle at the unintentional vampire question. Mm Mm-hmm. LOL. So this is just an excuse for Stefan to go downstairs and get Elena some water. And she... Uh, starts wandering around the room looking around because Stefan has told her that this room is where he keeps everything that he thinks is worth remembering. Yes,
0: and she's just, like, is walking around with, like, stars in her eyes, like, literally, like, grinning. And, like, she's, She's like... She's so happy. She's so happy, and she's just looking all around and looking at all of Stefan's belongings, and she comes to a table where she sees, like, a couple of trinkets and an old journal and um, an old-timey picture, which... And what picture is that, Beth? It's, Car- uh, <laughs> it's Caroline. <laughs> no, it's not Caroline. I'm sorry. It's Catherine 1864's profile picture. O-M-F-G. Which we know looks exactly like Elena. It's like her great-great-great-great-grandmother or some shit. Yeah, and Elena's like, what in the ever-loving book? I know. So she, like, loses her shit. Like, she, like, kind of looks around, and she's just like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So she leaves, she puts her vervain necklace on top of um, the picture of Catherine 1864, and she just pieces out. And like symbolically, like
1: I get it, but on the other hand, you probably want to keep that
0: on you. I was thinking that too, especially if you were like trying to escape the vampires and have them like not have any like agency over you. um, Don't give up your vervain.
1: So Stefan comes in the room like with the glass of water and sees the necklace on top of the picture. And he's like, man, I should have cleaned in here. Right? I, he should have put that picture away. Like, what the fuck were you thinking? Why didn't he even still have it in his room? Why wouldn't Damon have taken it from him or something? I know. Anyway, so Elena knows she's driving away from the house crying when suddenly somebody appears in the middle of the road and she swerves and like majorly crashes. Like, how fast has she been driving that just swerving around somebody really quick on a like open road with no like trees or anything? But car flips over multiple times, she's upside down
0: freaking out and then what should happen but this person that she hit like stands up and you hear like all of their broken bones like (laughs) cracking back into place which is super weird and gross and they're just walking towards her (laughs) oh yeah it was just like that (laughs) and they're walking towards her and she just kind of starts screaming and we see the the pant legs and, and stupid shoes getting closer and then we cut to black the vampire diaries oh shit Oh shit! This this episode was jam packed. Oh my god, mm-hmm. it was I really told you good. It was gonna be a good one. <laughs> it was a really good one, and it was a turning point for two reasons: the fact that Elena and Stefan did it, and the fact that Elena found out about Catherine eighteen sixty four. Which I mean, we had to know this sometime. If Stefan was just leaving pictures <laughs> of her profile picture around <laughs> his room, and some at some point, Damon would
1: like get mad at Stefan and tell her,
0: right? Something. Ugh.
1: So, also a turning point in that we know that there's another player in town on the vampire scene who wants into the tomb. So that's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of backburnered in the episode, but we haven't really heard much about vampires outside of the Salvatore family, Lexi notwithstanding. So we're wondering what the fuck is happening there.
0: Yeah, like how many are there and and who are they and where are they?
1: What do they want with Catherine 1864's mummy?
0: Yes, and the other 27 vampires or whatever that are down there. Is it 27? Yeah. That's a lot. It
1: is a lot. Not quite 30. It's
0: It's also kind of a small thing, but um, I think Damon tells Logan or Logan tells, I guess it's Logan tells Damon that, the founder families have been passing down journals of vampire activity for like generations and generations. So I think that in this episode, we kind of come to terms with the fact that the founders are like extremely aware of vampires. Yeah. And that they maybe know more than we gave them credit for before. Yeah.
1: And we we did uh, also get a little scene with Jeremy talking to Aunt Jenna about how Bogus Jonathan Gilbert's journals. <laughs> oh, he's yeah. Like, I, I thought this guy's a total freak show, man. He's always writing about demons and shit. And then I draw them in my sketchbook because I'm totally normal.
0: Yeah, he's like, Is he an alcoholic or just insane? And Aunt Jenna's like, Well, he's a Gilbert. La da da. Probably both. <laughs> Probably both. Yeah.
1: And then she like says this thing and like, Oh, he was a fiction writer. He wrote horror stories. And I'm like, Is she trying to say that his journal is a fictional? Like, what? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But it's, like, a stupid excuse as to why this guy was writing about
0: also, it. Also, it's, like, super weird that they have this and, like, never talk about it. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if I had, like, the journal of my relative from 1864, I would think that it was, like, the fucking coolest thing and, like, everyone in my family would talk about it. I guess, like, living in Mystic Falls, everything is super historical, so it just seems boring. That's true. They do have a rich history, which is why Alaric moved there. <laughs> Yes, I moved, I moved here for the history and the school district.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, quite an interesting episode. A lot has changed for some of our characters, and we are very interested to see what's going to happen next. But what we're more interested in is who we want to
0: punch. Okay, so I know that I stated mine at the front of the episode, which was... Um, Logan, yeah. which now we know that he's dead, so I want to take it back so I could reserve it for someone even more horrible. Ooh. Mayor fucking Lockwood. Yeah. That fucking guy. Like, no wonder Tyler ended up all fucked up the way that he is. <laughs> Mayor Lockwood, like, called his son and his son's enemy pansies and then tried to make them fight in front of him. Like, it gave me, like, oh, I'm, like, honestly disgusted by it.
1: Yeah. It was very creepy. It
0: was. And it also, you know, suggests that there might be some kind of physical
1: abuse happening with him and Tyler. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to feel sorry for Tyler necessarily, but we kind of feel sorry for Tyler.
0: Yeah. I will say that one good thing about this... Well, not one good thing. I love the show. But <laughs> a thing that the show does well is, like, having us feel sympathetic for characters who, like, really, really suck. Like, yeah. Damon sucks, but I love him.
1: They're all complicated. Yes.
0: Yes. Tyler sucks, but I'm starting to understand why. It doesn't make me hate him less. But just seeing, like, Mary Lockwood in action like that, it was just super mm-hmm. gross and disheartening.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you've already said both of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Who else is punchable in this episode? I mean, I kind of wanted to at least, like, flick Sheriff Forbes a couple yeah. of times.
0: When she, like, <laughs> like crushed She's Caroline's a dreams. Of your daughter.
1: She doesn't need to actually know or care about the news to be a newscaster, BTW. She just needs to know how to read a teleprompter.
0: Also, she's like 16, so she's probably going to change her mind like 500 more times before she actually arrives at her career. Yeah.
1: Not really a great mom as we as far as we've seen so far. True. Uh, yeah, so I would flick her in the arm a couple of times, maybe give her a dead arm. Um, I would maybe slap Stefan in the face just because... He makes dumb decisions all the time. Yeah. And I don't know. I always want to punch Jeremy.
0: Yeah, of course. But he got
1: punched in this episode. <laughs>
0: he <so> did. <laughs> seems like pilot. <piling> on. <laughs> of course. He doesn't need to. So lots of punches going around. Uh, and lots of
1: wire Menning going around. Why are men so aggro?
0: I don't know. That's why I loved when Alaric was like, he like literally called out Lockwood as being a full grown alpha man douchebag. Yeah. Like it really was like, he kind of put like that male aggression into like a term that other males could understand. Yeah. Although in the same conversation, he had to threaten to beat the guy up to, like, get his point across. That's true. So but, like, like, sometimes you have to get with somebody on their level for you, you to, to understand them. Sorry. I'm, like, a large number one fan right well, now. Well, he also, when he's confronting Logan, says, so like, I am not a
1: violent guy by nature, but...
0: So oh, like, yeah. He just mm-hmm.
1: wants, like, to keep the peace, but sometimes you gotta do it with violence, I guess, because you're a man and yeah. they are vampires. But... Yeah. And in, in terms of why are men, I'd say our least culpable people so far have been Matt and
0: Alaric. Yeah. I mean, Matt has been really horrible, though. He said some horrible Matt's things. Matt's slipping down the ranks. Yeah. But in, compared to what we're doing, like this is. feeling's
1: are Caroline. <laughs> yeah. He's struggling to be a decent human being. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are men so self-involved? Logan thinks he's God's gift because he can, like, report on a high school fundraiser car wash get over yourself right Goodbye. i know
0: it's like it's like people who have to talk about how famous they are because they're a local news broadcaster like that is like the the worst type of yeah. person
1: and both he and Mary lockwood had moments of either outright saying or implying don't you know who i am
0: mm-hmm.
1: so that was pretty fun uh yeah men pretty much sucked in this episode. You know, we had the moment where we thought, like, oh, this is really romantic and great. Like, Stefan and Elena finally consummating their tortured love. And we keep on trying to, like, forget about all the dubious shit that goes into that on Stefan's side. And then we remember, like, he has still been keeping
0: Catherine 1864's face from Elena. Like, before they slept together, she should have known about this. I agree, wholeheartedly. Like, she shouldn't have had to stumble upon that. And the fact that he left it out in the open... Like, even if it is to move, like, the plot in the show, like, just, I don't know. It says something that the writers let him leave it out, leave it out like that. Yeah, it's careless. Seven's always worrying about
1: everything. Maybe you should worry about organization.
0: Right? Clean your room, girl. File your old papers. (laughs) Get a scrapbook, for fuck's sake. I know. Then he could just put it away. Nobody wants to, like... Just go to Michael's and compel a cashier. Right? Oh, my gosh. It's so stressful. Like, I, despite, like, my better sense, like, I am rooting for Stefan and Elena. Mm -hmm. I think just, you know, because they're the tortured lovers of the show. And they both have used the L word. They have. And, like, you want them to be together despite the fact that, like, Stefan has brought all this shit into Elena's life. But, like, she said she was dealing with some such stuff before. But it's hard to root for Stefan when shit like this happens and he's keeping... Mm -hmm this type of information from her. But, I mean, usually he's one of our bigger wiremen
1: culprits, but it's all about the Jeremy Tyler, Mary Lockwood thing this week. Because, like, even before Mary Lockwood gets in there with his weirdly, like, abusive shit, mm-hmm. there's this whole... Thing where Tyler's response to any kind of thing is just to, like, punch somebody in the face. Yeah. And it's because it's toxic masculinity, which Mm -hmm. I can never say without... Toxic masculinity. It's like a tongue twister. It is. And also a terrible phenomenon in our world. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Where, you know, who knows where Tyler would be if he hadn't been raised in a world that teaches him Mm -hmm. that men are macho and tough and punch each other in the face. Like, maybe he would be, like, a sensitive artist...
0: With better handwriting. Yeah. Maybe
1: he would have (laughs) spent some time learning better cursive. Maybe. So, the world has failed men, and men have failed the world.
0: (laughs) Truth bombs on the Vampire Diaries Diaries.
1: (laughs) So let's uh, raise our spirits a little bit with who should have done it. Some people actually did it this week, so this is a little more interesting. They
0: did. I feel like you should share your uh, who should have done it first.
1: Okay. I think who should have done it this week... And I've said this before, and I'm very surprised at myself that I'm saying it again, because it's gross.
0: <laughs> but
1: <laughs> Tyler and Jeremy. Oh, yes. Like, Jeremy really does have seem to have, like, some kind of puppy dog crush. And they, like, have shit in common. And, you know... Tyler probably needs somebody to confide in with the tough shit in his life. Like maybe they could just be boyfriends and both mellow out. Like you said, they might just be a bad influence on each other, but they might mm-hmm. also just like get the other to drop their bullshit.
0: Maybe I it don't could know. go either way. Now and maybe
1: then way. they could like
0: get married and leave the show. Oh yes, I'm for this. <laughs> so that's my who should have done it. Nice, what I like yours? it. Um, mine is Alaric and Aunt Jenna. Mm. So as we know from the past couple of minutes, I'm a huge fan of Alark from what we've seen in the show so far, despite his long tirade about his name. Um, And Aunt Jenna has dealt with a lot of Logan's bullshit throughout a long period of time in her life. And Mm -hmm. I think that she deserves to be with somebody that's way hotter than him. And also (laughs) that's like not a gross douchebag who thinks that they're famous because they're on local television. Yeah. So, I that would be that. my choice. As much as it is a little weird that he's um, Tyler's teacher, like, I could forgive that because there's yeah. enough, like, weird relationships in this show without having to worry about that one. True. That's a good choice. Thank
1: you. So, now that the point has turned, what's next for our friends? On oh, Mystic my gosh. Bell?
0: So, I... I feel like we're going to have to get some answers about the tomb. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's somebody in the town currently who knows how to get into the tomb. Ooh, Do you have any theories? I think, I don't know. I think maybe Alaric knows because what I'm getting is that he was in the town a long ass time ago because he's like talking about the rich history. So I think that he might have been around like maybe before it happened or after it happened because if he was around quite at the time mm-hmm. or right at the time then Stefan and Damon would recognize him right yeah unless I don't know after you meet like a bajillion people because you've been alive <laughs> alive for 162 years you could be you start forgiven to forget. for letting a face
1: fade yeah that's true they so, were both very fixated on Catherine 1864 at the time right
0: they weren't paying attention to a lot else because maybe they were compelled but maybe some of them weren't yeah so yeah i think that that will definitely play a larger part and i think that we'll learn more about like the founders Mm -hmm. and um what information they've like been passing down and like who all the families are and like i'm starting to think that like each of the founders families like has some tie to like the supernatural Mm -hmm. i don't think that they're all just like vampire hunters i think that there's more there so interesting So, I guess that wraps us up for this week. Uh, So, we'll
1: just close on uh, where you can find us on social media. Mystic Follows. Mystic Follows. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I cut you off there. I'm just (laughs) so excited about it. So, uh, you can find us on SoundCloud, which is probably where you're listening right now. Also, now available on iTunes. You can subscribe, review, and rate. Please do. We love reading about ourselves. We got our very first review this week. It was very nice. Uh, maybe I
0: won't divulge the relationship between the person who wrote it and ourselves. But, but they are a big fan, regardless of if they have a relationship with us or not. <laughs> it's, wait, we're making it sound like it, we're in some kind of sexual relationship with... The I know person. it does. The way that we're talking it's about it is sister. creepy. It's my little sister. She's the best. Shout out to Allie. Number Thanks, one Allie. fan. You the best. Um so aside from soundcloud and itunes you could also find us on instagram Mm -hmm. um our handle is the vd diaries with underscores between the words so the underscore vd underscore diaries underscore podcast so it's actually the vd diaries podcast it's very long a lot of
1: things related to the vampire diaries were already taken on Instagram. it's true there
0: are many instagram fans uh, of the vampire diaries diaries and there are many fan handles so yes
1: Uh, We are also on Tumblr at thebddiaries.tumblr.com and Facebook at .com slash thebddiaries.
0: Yes, you could also search us there and So follow us, us, like us,
1: subscribe, like, poke, whatever the fuck you do on social media. Do
0: all of the things. (laughs) Re-blog.
1: We'd love to hear from you. We hope we're not just talking into a vacuum, but even if so, we're having fun doing it. Very true. So, until next
0: time, I have been Claire. And I have been Beth. And we shall continue to be. Ooh.
1: Mozzarella.